So this breathing is expansive breathing. And I will tell you how to do it. So we will inhale slowly and deeply. But with that inhalation, we will expand our arms, stretch our arms. And when the arms are stretched, actually that is our peripersonal space. We call it somatosphere. So in this breathing, that is why it's called expansive breathing, we want to reclaim. So we will inhale slowly and go up to here. And then when we exhale, we will bring our hand back. So this breathing is to reclaim that space. So once you reclaim this space, why reclaim? Because a child, it was there, although we were not aware. That is why as a child, we were able to express ourselves without any inhibitions, without worrying about anything. We could dance, we could laugh, we could jump, we could do anything. But gradually, this space gets cluttered. So it's reclaiming this space. And once this happens, you have so much space to relax. Somato is fear. We call it in somatofulness. Somato means body. Sphere means field. It is truly the field of your body. Because otherwise, human life, our life, is like a collage. You know the collage. In collage, we bring all kinds of fragments of colors, of stones, of wood, and put them together, assemble them trying to give a harmonious shape or form. That is what our life is. It's a kind of collage, assembly. And quite often those pieces are not comfortable with each other. And what are the pieces of that collage? My education, my work, my name, my caste, my religion, my wealth, my status, my prestige, my spouse, my children, relatives, friends, my guru, my philosophy, my God, my angels, gods, goddesses, a million things which we carry with us, which is wonderful because that is necessary that we can't imagine our life without them. They are all present, but the problem is they are all present, 
but we are not present because our own presence is cluttered by them there is a very little space for us to express ourselves so it is a very uneasy alliance this collage is very fragile we constantly negotiate so there is so much conflict but the problem is in normal life we cannot live without them because if we try to live without them what will happen we will experience a void loneliness so we keep on keep on moving with this whole paraphernalia of life trying to seek peace and harmony which doesn't come by because that is the very nature of it because it's slightly a roller coaster ride because we draw power from it so our family our wealth our job our education our guru our god so this is the power of possession we possess we get attached to it and what happens if even one piece is missing we feel a sense of void then we quickly fill it up with another thing very quickly so we lose a job we find another job we divorce we find another spouse our guru was a corrupt one we find a better guru our old god doesn't work so we find a new god in some other form so gods they never die they are replaced with new shapes and forms because we cannot stare at that void emptiness is a fact and if some major piece is missing if we get especially attached to something big and if that piece has gone then we are inconsolable it leaves such an emptiness loneliness in us and we are not able to fill that is why some people when they lose job or they lose a spouse or a dear one it can never be filled they grieve whole of their life but that doesn't mean we have to condemn or reject because as i said this is essential part of the life we cannot do away with it so please don't think only thing which we have to think that center of my life my presence is not defined by me it is defined by these odd collection just like sometimes you go in the in the house of people 
and they are collectors and you will see all kinds of pieces of wood and stones and pictures and paintings. And you have to walk very carefully in that house because you may, uh, you know, uh, knock out something. So you have to be extremely careful. So that is how many people live their lives. It is the power of possession. And when they cannot possess, there is a problem. And they are constantly negotiating, renegotiating, manipulating in order to keep this a surface harmony. Everything is present. I'm not there. I'm not present. So we live in the presence of others. But the beauty of life, fact of our biology is that actually we have our own full presence. So idea of living life is not about condemning all those pieces of the life. No, not at all. It is reclaiming our own presence. So we could live with our own presence. As I said, it is the fact of our brain. So there are two areas of the brain called parietal area and frontal area. Those two areas of the brain, they don't accept the body at the boundary of the skin. Those two areas, maps, feel this four feet space around us. And actually quite often, for a moment, we may have a glimpse. It happens in moments, all the time, that we feel a sense of solitude. We are on our own. Everything which was cluttering disappears. And in those moments, what we feel is sense of aloneness. It is not loneliness. Everything disappears and we feel so good. We call it state of being. What is the meaning of state of being? That I am here in my own presence. It is not the presence of God or something extraordinary, heavenly. It is me. I. I am. So I will give it uh, another word. It is called amness. So there is a I-ness and there is a amness. I means ego, my identity, which contains all these pieces. But in this state, there is a sense of amnes, my own presence, my own being. A kind of emptiness which is filled with an extraordinary energy. This is bioenergy. This is not mystical energy. It is my own energy. So this energy was in my body, but now it found its space. So it expands. So 
So it is like a shield. It is like a field. It is like a sheath. It is protective. It was there in childhood. We were not aware. Then we lost it. But a lot of people use it even without knowing. And as I said, this space is called peripersonal space. Very well investigated. So if you just Google peripersonal space, you will get huge amount of research. And how people reclaim it? An excellent painter, for example, Picasso, when he is painting, his brush become the part of this somatosphere, this space. So basically his brush is not painting, his brain is painting. That is why painting becomes great. From my medical school, I remember a very prominent surgeon, Professor Dube, he was, he was not a surgeon, he was an artist. Once he took his scalpel and touched the skin, it seems like he was painting. How? The incision was precise in millimeters in depth. So there was just a fine line with hardly any bleeding. So naturally, less infection and quick healing. In comparison of another surgeon teacher who was like a butcher, he just took his long finger and tearing the tissues apart and you could see the trauma and bruising and it, it took ages for the patient to recover. What he did, what was unique about Professor Dubey was he reclaimed his peripersonal space. Patient was the part of it and his brain was operating, not the scalpel. Because scalpel was included. Same thing about musician, when a Beethoven, when a Mozart, they produce music, the piano becomes the part of this space. So a lot of time these people don't practice on actual piano. They are just going in their mind because the piano is the part of their presence. Same thing about a race driver who is racing a car with 250 kilometer speed. What happens? Car becomes the part of this somatosphere, peripersonal space. So they could feel the texture of the road, even a little bump. Same thing about a healer. Who is the best healer? Who takes this other patient, the person into this space? So for a moment, they become one. And in that moment, healing happens. Other healers, they are completely apart. There is a dividing line between who is healed and this healer. And healing is very slow. 
Same thing about love. When other is included in this space, that is what is called intimacy. Other becomes the part of my body space. Same thing about mother and child, siblings, a tree. Same thing, expert gardener who loves gardening. Those plants, those flowers, they become the part of this body space. And then garden, simply flowers, flourishes. Because this is our presence. And we can expand it as much as we want. So it is only in the beginning. So this body, this space, and then gradually expanding this space further and further. And one could feel it. Other thing very interesting about it, I will tell you, a lot of devotees who go to the temple, particularly in East, they take seven circuits around the temple. This is called Parikrama. Why they do that? By their energy, they want to create peri-temple space to protect the energy of the temple. I think it happens even in Hajj, in Muslim Hajj, that people go around. Why they do that? Out of devotion, out of devotion, they are pouring their positive energy. And I had an experience in Sri Lanka. I went to see Kandy Temple. Kandy Temple is a Buddhist temple in which uh, Buddha's tooth is buried. These are called relics and they must be having a special power. People believe at least. I doubt it. It is our projection, but nonetheless projection work. So I was uh, walking towards temple and suddenly I entered into this very thick energy zone. Everything became quiet. I was very surprised. I said, what happened to me? So I came back, again entered, again entered, and I felt the same. For centuries and centuries, people are coming and they are going around the temple. They put this a protective sheath of energy. That is peri-temple space. So if we really want to express, that is why these best of the musician, best of the dancers, best of the gardener, best of the healers, they temporarily access this space. But idea in somatofulness is to have that space permanently. So what I'm feeling in this moment, I will tell you. This computer, everything actually I feel is the part of me. So inside everything is relaxed. There is no rush. There is no hurry because there is no sense of separation. And this is nothing extraordinary. It is a part of all of 
us. But that doesn't mean I'm rejecting any, anything in my life, my house, my wife, my children, my friend, this and that. No, not at all. But now the relationship is not from their side to me. It is from my side to them. Because now we are centered. We are functioning through this space. Before that, this space was cluttered. So what happens is very interesting. We don't have power of possession. Now we have power of renunciation. Because in order to claim this space, reclaim this space, you have to let go, let go, let go psychologically. Your attachment, your possession. And the beauty is, once you let go, your relationship will be even stronger. Because now you are not trying to possess them, mold them, change them according to your idea, our idea of life. Because once you possess yourself, once you are in your own presence, you don't want to change anything because you don't need anything. You are not dependent on anything. And when that dependence disappears, truly first time there is a relationship of equality. First time we treat other person as human being, not the object of our desire. Because beauty of this space is the moment you reclaim it, the pleasure centers in your brain will open up. Once we were cluttered, they shut down by and large. So now not only you have space, but you have a sense of joy and well-being also. So now you have power of renunciation. So now you are not scared that if your position will be lost, that I will be retired, my children will move away, and as we age, our people will die as a fact. There will be grief a short-lived grief. But it won't affect our life permanently because we reclaimed already our biological life, our own presence. So power of possession versus power of renunciation. Reje rejecting nothing but reconnecting from this center, from this space. And the beauty of this space is any unnecessary thoughts, emotions, they will be reflected back. Because it becomes so solid that you can't believe. It looks like a transparent steel. Nothing can penetrate it. So you are in the middle of the crowd, middle of everything, and still you carry this space and you don't function from others' point of view, you function from your own being.
that is where relaxation and peace become the feature of the life. Because it is biology. Now the question is, how to reclaim this space? One method is, who am I? Who am I? I'm not my prestige, I'm not my status, I'm not my spouse, I'm not my children, I'm not this, 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 this. It's a very old meditation. That is called neti neti negation. But in somatofulness, we don't go for negation. We go for affirmation. So there are two paths to anything. Either you negate and let go or you affirm whatever positive in you. And once this will increase, it will take care of everything else. So in somatofulness, we affirm. And what we affirm is our own energy, our own body. Let it expand. Let it embrace, let it create this space. So you can pick and choose any path, either path of who am I, negation, or path of affirmation.